Today's topic again is how to make a general confession. Let's start with the definition. What is a general confession? A general confession is a lifetime confession. Uh, it's, a, it's a confession for your whole life. Now, some people might say, but I was told never to reconfess sins. That's true. This is the one exception to that. A general confession, a lifetime confession, is when you sit down and write your whole life out of sins um, and you go to find a priest who will hear your lifetime confession. Now, some people think this is going to take like 24 hours. I think it took that long for someone like St. Ignatius of Loyola. But the way I'm going to teach it to you, you can actually confess all of your sins with number and specificity within about 10 to 15 minutes. You can make your entire um, lifetime confession, even if you did a bunch of bad things, in 10 or 15 minutes. And uh, since I'm on the live chat, this is the first time I've done it with these AirPods in. Can can someone let me know if this is working on the uh, on the AirPods? Hopefully you can hear me. I'm going to keep going. Um, it'll take me a long time. I like that. Um, <clears throat> so why would we do this? Why someone wrote in the live chat, it'll take me a long time. Why would you do this? I'm going to give you three reasons. One, I heard some Franciscans once say, every time you go to confession, you are covered with, okay, it sounds good. Someone said in the live chat, when you go to confession, you are covered with the blood of Jesus. But I heard a Franciscan say, when you go to make a lifetime confession, it's just being bathed in the buckets of the precious blood of Jesus, bathed in the precious blood of Jesus. When you go to make a lifetime confession, um, number two, sometimes people have had conversions and they were a little, maybe they hid sins in past confessions. Maybe they had to say specific things and they just said something like impurity. And you look back at your life and you're like, did I hide that in confession? And you know, if you, if you hid confession, if you hid sins in confession, the whole confession's invalid. St. John Chrysostom said that. He's an Eastern saint. So this isn't just like some rough 17th century Western view. St. John Chrysostom compared it to a cancer. If you just cut out some of the cancer, guess what? The cancer stays and it grows. So uh, not that God is like a computer program with a bunch of zeros and ones where, um, you know, if you, even Padre Pio, who is super rigorous, taught if you honestly forgot a sin, you are forgiven in confession. So I do want to be clear on that. If you've forgotten a sin, you are forgiven. If you hid a sin, the whole confession was was invalid. But sometimes we look back and we're not sure, and we want to confess all of our sins. So that's number number two is um, is hidden. And someone said, how do we on the live chat? How do we remember the specific number of times we committed a sin? I'm going to get to that in a minute because it doesn't have to be exact. It sounds flippant, but you're going to write down dozens, hundreds, or thousands. And I don't mean to make light of how many times that re-crucifies Jesus, but that's going to be good enough. You're going to hear in a minute. Just say dozens, hundreds of thousands. Okay. And the third reason you might want to make a general confession, even if you've never hid any sins in confession, even if you've been making good confessions your whole life, is it's a good restart. It's just a good restart um, to your to your life. Okay. Now, what you're going to want to do, the first thing you do is call a priest Call a priest who is either traditional or at least conservative. Why this matters isn't because I'm looking for a priest to be hard on you. Um, I really think really most priests, liberal, conservative, and traditional, are all pretty good to people. And No one's going to beat you up for what I'm going to tell you. But a liberal priest might not want to hear numbers to things. Well, this is what the church teaches. Um, I think it's even the Council of Trent, which is an infallible document, says you got to number your mortal sins. You don't have to number your venial sins, but you do have to number your mortal sins. We're going to get to that. So that's where... I prefer you to find a conservative or a traditional priest so you don't get beat up for numbering things. So find a priest 
Now I've, I've been against for most of my priesthood, this idea of like call for an appointment. I was like, look, if someone's afraid to go behind a screen, why are they going to want to go knee to knee in some priest's office? So I'm very much against this whole appointment thing. No, priests should have like 20, 30, 40 hours of confessions a week, and then people can go in there. However, a general confession is a little bit different. So even if it is in the box with the screen separating you, you don't want to hold up a line with a 15-minute confession if there's a bunch of people, especially in the traditional world, people know how to confess that it only takes like two minutes. Call the priest ahead of time and say, can you hear my general confession? Even if he meets you in the box behind the screen, um, because it's going to take 15 minutes, you might not want to do it at a normal confession time. So call ahead, find a good conservative traditional priest, someone who's going to be like firm enough to not tell you you shouldn't number your sins, but someone who's not going to bite your head off either. Um, someone who's merciful. Um, let's talk about the examination. I wrote a blog post called 15 Mortal Sins Catholics Are Missing. So you may want to grab a pen for this uh, YouTube, this little video. Get a pen and write down 15 Mortal Sins Catholics Are Missing. It's at the same blog name as this YouTube channel or Apple podcast you're listening to, Padre Peregrino. So go to padreperegrino.org and go to 15 Mortal Sins Catholics Are Missing. And then write down your mortal sins. Um, use specificity and number without detail. So I'll give you an example. Like you might want to say something like, write down, I was drunk hundreds of times, or maybe I was drunk thousands of times and I got high hundreds of times. You don't have to go into like the sloppy and then I was vomiting and you know, it doesn't have to sound like chunk confessing to the mafia on Goonies. If you guys remember that scene, it doesn't have to be a sloppy going into the details like, like chunk on Goonies, just write down, Thousands of times drunk, hundreds of times high, something like that. And again, you'll be surprised. Very few um, traditional conservative priests are going to bite your. No, no one's going to bite your head off if if you come in with thousands of sins. They're just going to be happy you're going to be forgiven uh, on this stuff. Um, and uh, let's talk about the next thing. Um, you do need to include as you write these things down specificity without detail. So you can't just come in like, let's say you had a lot of sins against the sixth commandment. Um, yeah, you do have to relate the circumstances. Uh, and that's what I'm going to talk about here. Like you can't come in and say impurity. Like let's say you have sins of contraception. You really should say, okay, so like my wife and I, we use the barrier method for two years prior to engagement. And then in our engagement and marriage, we used the oral contraceptive pill for two or three years. Why do you have to say something that embarrassing? Well, because the oral contraceptive pill functions also as an abortifacin. I'm not talking about just the morning after pill. I mean, the normal oral contraceptive pill frequently, one of its backup mechanisms is abortion. So God forbid, if you lost kids due to that, you want to be forgiven of that. You can be forgiven of that. I'm not saying you can't, but again, you're going to, you have to be kind of specific. Say before we were married, we used the barrier method four years before marriage to two years before marriage for two years of the barrier method. And then two years of, um, of, uh, contraception. Um, so that's one way to include, that's just an example of the specificity, uh, without details. Now, another thing you're going to want to do is, um, write down, as I said earlier, for these sins, dozens, hundreds, or thousands. You can't rem a lot of people. There's a lot of great traditional Catholics out there who've had big conversions. Thanks be to God. Thank you. Blessed Trinity for calling people back to our Lord Jesus, back to the faith. And uh, when you make a lifetime confession, you're going to want to write down dozens, hundreds, or thousands for those things. Uh, why? Why would you need to do that? Well, I'm going to give you two reasons by analogy. 
actually it's not analogy. One is the truth and one is analogy. When Jesus was in the garden, God, the son is in the garden, speaking to God, the father, he, he knew because he's God, he's looking through all of time. He saw every one of your sins and he said, I will do penance for that sin. And I will do penance for that sin. And I will do penance for that sin. And so the very least you can do is number those mortal sins. Um, and so Jesus did penance for not just sins in general. Jesus did penance for every one of your sins and my sins. So that's why you want to number these things. This isn't being legalistic. This is recognizing every time I've committed a mortal sin, I've re-crucified Jesus Christ as St. Paul writes to the Hebrews. Um, you know, I was an ex-paramedic. Most of you guys know I was an ex-paramedic. And if I came rolling into Denver General Hospital when I worked as a Denver paramedic and said gunshot wound, if this person had three gunshot wounds, I wouldn't get slapped on the hand by the attending physician. I would be fired. <laughs> I'd be fired if I said gunshot wound and there were three gunshot wounds. So like, you got to say these things sort of like subjectively. So the priest knows how much of the precious blood to dole out. Now, there's a few barriers to making a good confession, general or otherwise. Um, one of them would be like, let's say you publicly ruin someone's reputation. You have to go publicly fix that before you make a general confession or even a, a regular confession. There's some things that you have to fix publicly before you can be forgiven. So again, if you've, if you've committed major, I don't mean just like I mean, St. Ignatius of Loyola says, if you reveal someone's venial sin, you're in venial sin. If you reveal someone's mortal sin, you're in mortal sin. Um, and you can be forgiven of those things without making public statements, because if you made a public statement and you just said it to one person, well, then you spread the dirt even further. But I mean, if you publish in a newspaper something about somebody, you have to retract that before you make a good confession. Another problem, or maybe I should say some other people wouldn't be able to make a general confession if, for example, you are remarried without an annulment and, and uh, um, you know, living with that new quote unquote spouse. Um, you can't make a confession. You can't make a general confession until you either get the annulment or choose to live in, as brother and sister, hopefully under different roofs with that new person. Um, otherwise, you would be making a confession with without firm resolution. Remember, when we go to confession, it's not writing your name in blood, promising this sin's never going to happen again, but you are promising you're going to try your very best. So if you're going to try your very best, you can't you can't be living with your quote unquote second spouse and make a good confession because you're going to go back and sin. So you there's there's some there's some barriers to making a um a general confession. So let's wrap this up. The basics is call a priest, find someone who's going to be merciful but firm. Make sure he's got 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, someone wrote tattoos. I got six. I was told it's not a sin when I confess it. That's a good question. I don't know the answer. I have three tattoos myself and I never, I can't remember if I confessed them or not. Um, that's a debated thing. I think Catholic Answers has an interesting debate on that. Looking back at Leviticus, do you have to confess tattoos? I don't know. I have three. Um, but let's talk real quick about penance. Remember doing your penance. That's too many Catholics think that's the cherry on the cake. That's one of the four levels of the cake of a confession penance is part of it. Now, if you go to a priest, whether he's liberal, conservative, or traditional, I would bet 98% of priests hearing a general confession are not going to give you a really hard penance. Um, you don't really have to give a hard penance because it's already hard enough for someone to come and say thousands of sins. You know? um, however, if you guys remember that movie called The Mission, remember the movie The Mission with Jeremy Irons and Robert De Niro and uh, Liam Neeson? Um, do you remember the scene when Robert De Niro has his conversion from being a slave trader and they're climbing up these really high waterfall in Paraguay. 
And he's Robert De Niro is the ex-slave trader. He's having a conversion. He's with two Jesuits played by Jeremy Irons and um, and uh, Liam Neeson. And he almost dies by falling down this this waterfall like twice. And if you remember, I think it is um, Liam Neeson leans into Jeremy Irons and he goes, I think he's had enough. Like he's had enough penance. And remember Jeremy Irons answer? He goes, yeah, but he doesn't think so. Such an amazing scene. And then when they finally chop off all of his night gear, all the things that he wore when he was a slave trader, and it goes falling down this thousand foot waterfall, they embrace crying. And, you know, that's like the the end of his penance right there. It's such a beautiful scene. Um, so what does this have to do with my advice to you? If the priest only gives you one rosary for a whole lifetime of confession, or, that's totally okay. But you can do more. You can do more penance um, if you want. Okay. So like, Let's say you had five abortions and the priest only gives you one rosary for your um, general confession that includes all this. Was that bad the priest did that? No, but you might want to say, I'm going to go work in an orphanage downtown once a week, or I'm going to adopt a child. You know, um, it's not the worst thing. So you always have to never tell a priest he didn't give you a heavy enough penance because the grace is attached to the obedience of the penance, not how hard it was. The grace is attached to you fulfilling that penance. So even if you think it's too light, that's okay. Do it. Just, and if you want to, you can go do more penance. Maybe you go fast every Friday or just fast one day or something like that. Um, because penance is, uh, at least fulfilling what he gives you. That's where the grace is attached to complete that confession. So let's just wrap this up. Um, find a priest, write all your sins down, give number specificity without gory detail and um, complete it by doing your penance and then be absolutely convinced Jesus Christ has forgiven you of all of your sins. The one thing greater than your ability to sin is your heavenly father's ability to forgive you. God bless you all. Take care.